That's a sample of the original music written by Jake Sorgan for the Chicago-based Theater in the Dark online version of A Christmas Carol. This is Reno Lovis, an executive producer for ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com and theater reviewer for ChicagoTheaterAndArts.com. Stand by for my complete review. Chicago Broadcasting Network is an eclectic Chicago lifestyle media-driven magazine format website showcasing multicultural and age-diverse people, art, music, theater, and events. We strive to give a voice and added exposure to those who are not always in a position to get the attention of larger media outlets, perhaps because they're emerging personalities or because their message is directed to a niche audience. Theater in the Dark celebrates the end of 2020 with their spin on Charles Dickens' beloved classic tale of self-reflection and repentance. My first impulse is to suggest that this year, more than others in recent memory, is a perfect time to reflect on the disparities between the haves and the have-nots. But I realize that human suffering and greed are continually with us to a greater or lesser degree, and that the Christmas spirit, as defined by Dickens, is our meager attempt once a year to rise above petty self-interests and consider the greater good. God bless us, everyone. A Christmas Carol is a fictional expose on the life of Mr. Ebenezer Scrooge, whose very name has come to be synonymous with miserliness, as in, that guy's a real Scrooge. In this story, the Victorian tightwad scrimps on coal in the winter months, begrudges his only clerk a day off to celebrate the Christmas holiday with his family, and in response to a solicitation of aid to the poor, asks, Are there no prisons? Are there no workhouses? When pointed out that many would rather die than go there, Scrooge suggests that if they would rather die, they'd better do it and decrease the surplus population. A comment that exemplifies his degree of callousness and disregard for the welfare of others for no reason other than to hoard his own wealth, which we learn brings him no personal pleasure. As the story begins, Scrooge is first visited by the specter of his deceased business partner, Jacob Marley, who warns him of the torments he himself has endured in the afterlife as a result of his own greed and indifference. Marley suggests that Scrooge might escape this fate if he undergoes the visitations of three additional apparitions, who are revealed to be the ghosts of Christmas present, the ghost of Christmas past, and the ghost of Christmas future. Through his nightmarish one-night odyssey, Scrooge comes to see his negative effect on others. His disregard of positive role models, as well as his lonely end and lamentable legacy, if he is not to change his ways. The modern-day parable continues to work as a warning, revealing the darker nature that lurks within us all. Scrooge's journey of self-discovery demonstrates that we can each contribute by paying a little more attention to our place within our community and our part in society. Observing the loving interactions of the Cratchit family and the kind words of nephew Fred, we realize that it's not just about money, but that we also can be greedy with our emotions and personal interactions as well. Dickens and the cast of Theater in the Dark also pull at our heartstrings through the iconic character of Tiny Tim, who in contrast to Scrooge has come to exemplify innocent good cheer in the face of adversity, demonstrating that love does not require monetary wealth and can be given freely and in abundance. 
This iteration of A Christmas Carol is offered as an internet version of a radio drama designed to be enjoyed in a now largely bygone oral tradition. Delivered via Zoom, it requires only a good set of speakers or a headset. The experience is very much like sitting around your living room reading aloud with friends. There were no real standout performances, though Corey Bradbury as Scrooge did a credible job of weaving a thread of continuity throughout the production. The rest of the cast was more than adequate, but really broke no new ground, nor did they really rise to the level of any of the well-known movie versions or other well-regarded stage adaptations. Still, I don't fault theater in the dark for taking a stab at this. After all, live theater is about having your crack at stepping into the skin of various characters and seeing what it's like to be them. This is an ensemble production, with each of the actors playing several roles. The story was adapted and directed by Matt Gordon, who also did the sound design. The danger of doing a classic is akin to being in a cover band. If you don't play exactly like the original, you're going to be criticized for not being an exact replica. The other option is to be completely original, so it's clear that you're doing something fresh. In this case, think Bill Murray's version of A Christmas Carol, or the Mr. Magoo cartoon version, which has become a classic in its own right. Unfortunately, this company really did neither, so the question becomes why choose this version over a number of other options? The main reason is the audio aspect. If you or maybe your kids have not experienced a radio drama, you might find this a refreshing option. If the listener has no previous experience with the play, they may be relieved of the burden of comparison. Finally, Theater in the Dark offers a pay-as-you-please option so it's a great way to try something new while supporting smaller theater company during the stay-at-home period. Incidentally, their website says that all of the money raised in ticket sales go to the actors. To be clear, I didn't dislike this performance, but I put it in the realm of a very good reading as opposed to a thoughtfully well-crafted production. If you're home with the kids, consider this as a way to develop listening skills, sitting in the dark, and enjoying some peaceful, quiet time together. Interestingly, the cast is simultaneously in Chicago, Philadelphia, and Vancouver, which expands the notion of live theater. The internet performance is delivered via Zoom with the help of stage manager, sound designer, Corey Bradbury. I listened via an iPad with amplified computer speakers connected via an analog cable, which allowed me to easily adjust the volume in the room. There's no picture to be concerned with, so screen sharing is basically a useless option. Also be forewarned that screen sharing via Zoom in most cases will not broadcast the audio. So keep it simple as possible by using a tablet or computer. You can also listen on your desktop computer. Theater in the Dark is offering live online performances of A Christmas Carol through December 24th, 2020. Running time is about 90 minutes with no intermission. Tickets are available at www.theaterinthedark.com, and that's theater with an R-E, so theaterinthedark.com. If you've ever given thought to learning to play the piano, the Lakeshore Music Studio is offering piano lessons for all ages online. For information, visit lakeshoremusicstudio.com or call 312-335-8426. If you'd like to know how web video can help your business or organization to tell your story or convey your message effectively via the internet, check out renoweb.net 
to look at hundreds of examples and find some creative inspiration. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer for ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com, reminding you that you can read this entire review at ChicagoTheaterAndArts.com. Also, keep in mind that we provide a monthly summary of Chicago neighborhood news derived from Inside Publications' three local newspapers to help keep you informed of activities happening in the city that are not always covered by larger news outlets. Please be sure to share, like, or subscribe to this podcast to be informed when new content is added. Let's end this podcast with a little more of the original music by Jake Sorgan for the Chicago-based Theater in the Dark online version of A Christmas Carol. Thank you.